Yeah, actually that year, um, I mean, it was year seven. I thought it's got to be, right, at some point. Um, I was actually doing a race in California, uh, ABC 50 miler. Uh, a girl I met in the trail, so we have Wi-Fi. So I, I looked and I didn't know anybody at that race. I'm like screaming, I'm in, I'm in, Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners. And they're off. Our medals have arrived. Woo-hoo. Celebrating Canada's National Parks 10K Series. Virtual. Here they are. And they're pretty. <laughs> and they connect. Oh, they do connect, yes. Yes, they do. And they're in the hot little hands of people who registered in January. Nice. Yeah. What I like about this is the is the fact that I'm getting to know there are national parks of Canada That's because right. I, I can name five national parks right now: Yosemite, American, uh, American ones, Yosemite, yeah. Zion, Bryce, Grand Canyon, and Yellowstone. There, five. Wow, there you go. But I couldn't name five Canadian, which is sad. It's crazy. We have so many beautiful ones. It was actually hard to pick. It's actually Prince- hard to pick. Just 13, but there's one in every province and territory. For instance, what is the national park of Saskatchewan? One of them? Yes. There's more than one. Yes, but what is one of the national parks? I didn't know that it was... Grasslands! Grasslands. (laughs) I had no idea. (laughs) Cool. Anyway, there you go. What else is new? In Better Run Racing? Yes. Well, what about you? You just <laughs> well, yes, I uh, got named to the Team Canada of the Blagi Blaga <laughs> Ambassadors for oh. 2021. So that's cool. Going to be showing off some new socks. So what do you do for that? You just have to run and promote and blah blah blah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Chat about it like we are now. I'll show show them off when I get a new pair. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. So where can you sign up for our virtual races? At gotterunracing.com. We run the north.com. We run the north.ca. All takes you to the same place. Cool. Check it out. Nice. Who's on the podcast today, Norm? Fanny Barrett. And who's Fanny Barrett, you well, might ask? This is what happened. Check this out. <laughs> Last year, the Canadian running magazine or trail running magazine featured the lucky Canadians who got into Western states. I was one of them, along with 10 others. And I figured now that COVID hit last year, it didn't happen, and who knows if it's going to happen this year, that, hey, let's talk to these 10 Canadians and check out their stories and how they got to Western States, how long did it take them, because it's all different. I noticed that some took six years like I did. Right. Some others got in by the golden ticket. Right. Some others got in by special uh, requirement considerations. Consideration. Like, yeah. whoa. What's their story? <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. So today on the podcast, we have Fanny Barrett from Calgary, who I think God took as long as I did, six years. Oh, well, I guess we're going to find gonna out. We're going to find out. Coming up. Let's rock. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome right. to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Fanny Thank Barrett. You. And where are you today? Well, thanks for inviting me. Oh, absolutely. I'm in Calgary, Alberta. Calgary. In the cold, yeah, cold Alberta today. What's yeah. the temperature? <laughs> 
Uh, minus 25, minus 35 with the windshield. Wow. I think we're preparing for that because that's why we're drinking hot chocolate today. <laughs> yes, we have hot chocolate today. <laughs> and yeah, what are you drinking today? Tea today. Tea. <laughs> Some green tea for me. <laughs> have you been for a run today? I did, uh, just 30 minutes because I haven't been out for a few days. We usually get like a week of cold weather and this is the week. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and your eyelashes didn't freeze together? <laughs> no, I, I used my ski goggles. So it was fun. Oh, smart. I was actually overdressed. I was warm. But my, my face just got all wet and all sweaty. And then, you know, you, you have to remove it because they get too hot. And then it's freezing again. So the game of up and down. With the face mask. <laughs> Jeez. So the reason that we uh, invited you to be on the podcast today, you're our first guest, actually. Uh, because you were granted entry into the 2020 Western States. Congratulations. Yes, finally. <laughs> Which was your you. first first time in how many years have you been trying? Uh, seven. Seven years. Is that six years then plus COVID or seven years of getting no, tickets? I started in 2013. Started in 2013 <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I started 2014. And I and we and we finally got in together. So, so we're definitely. Yes, gonna be, I know. It was so exciting. Yeah. We're definitely going to speak about that, and that's how I came across your name. I we I read about the Canadians who got into how lucky they are who got into the Western States Lottery through the Canadian Running Magazine or Canadian Trail Running Magazine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there we are. There is ten of us. Woohoo! Ten or eleven? Yeah. I don't know, but it's never <laughs> big. It's never a big amount. No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and thanks for reaching out because it's nice to know people ahead of time when you go to race that you always Absolutely. like to know some people. So now I'm going to know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a long time to get to know each other now because what are the odds that we're actually going to the 2021 edition, right? <laughs> That's right. It doesn't look like it. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into that. that. But for now, we'd like to start at the beginning. <laughs> so how did you get into running? Um, started, well, gosh, I started running, um, uh, when I moved in Vancouver, you know, just usual 10 K and build up from there. I seems like I was doubling my distance every two years. <laughs> and uh, I started to hike when I moved in Alberta, which is 15 years ago. Um, and yeah, a friend of mine saying, Oh, Fanny, you like hiking, like running, why don't you trail run? So I started to trail running when joined some few clinics and, um, just love it just love the the people spending I've always been a person that likes to do it a lot I used to do um, endurance riding so it's basically doing the same thing but on a horse and mm. um, but to do loops up to uh the longest I did on a horse was like 100k so anyway so I started to um spending more time me on my feet than on my horse slowly and um, having the mountains in my backyard it's uh it's wonderful it's a nice place where to train sure so I'm I know you start to meet the people, the trail running community in Calgary. Um, and next thing you know, you're like, oh, those people run a lot of distance. Maybe I should try too, since I'm training with them. And uh, it just adds up this way. And, uh, you know, meeting other people and uh, <clears throat> slowly build to it. So, right. Yeah. Well, you, like you said, you're definitely in the right part of the country to be uh, trail running. It's yeah. pretty lucky out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that just yeah. a short window of opportunity during the year or is that you're able to get there all winter? So in the winter, we, we call it the foothills. So it's more like Brad Creek where it's not avalanche area. Mm. Uh, so it's more, I mean, there's a few, few places like in um, 
in Banff, we have Sulphur Mountain. We have places we can go. It's a bit more of a drive. Mm. We'll try not to go as high. Um, but yeah, definitely, I wish the season was a bit longer, depending on the snow on the season. Some some trails you cannot do before like late June. Um, oh, so wow. in those, wow. we try to drive more. I definitely learned to drive a lot since I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bright Creek is probably 15 minutes to an hour from here. But in the summer, I can go an hour and a half, two hours, sometimes three hours to um, just try different trails. It's it's so pretty that it's worth the drive. And it's kind of nice because usually we carpool. So we get to chat in the car. So it's part of the fun too. Cool. So what was the first ultra that you ran? Do you remember? Or why did you even start doing ultras? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I, I did the um on a famous trail in jasper i don't know if you've done it it's called the skyline trail heard of it beautiful in jasper it's about 42 44k and i went with a friend um uh, tracy and she brought ray and we were both thinking to do a 50 miler so we decided let's train together all winter so that was september must have been 2012 and then we we trained for Leonardo Divine in California, a 50 miler. So we trained all winter. And I remember having, it's so strange. Some days you start in the morning. You don't know, from the time you drive, you leave your home to get to the mountain. Uh, we went to, the, that day was at Highway 40. It's closed in the winter. It was minus 20. So we're like, we're like, look at each other. Oh, and we're still going. Like, oh, well, it's blue sky, no wind. Okay, let's do it. Um, the end we post holding and then by the time we came back we had a snowstorm but the the temperature raised to like minus five I, I think it was even melting like you can have all kind of temperature someday but anyway that was part of the adventure we trained together all winter and we did the uh, Leonel divide um, in California and I was hooked after that I just mm-hmm. uh, I think I did Squamish 50 miler and didn't lost soul so your first ultra was a 50 miler well I did if you count I know some count like 50k or not Uh, i have done the frozen ass before that for sure but that's a flat on pavement 50k Mm. um i would say i would consider leo divine as my first like really uh experiencing and it was hot so it was a it was a long 50 miler yeah (laughs) and i just so i ended up qualifying for western state on on western states in the first year because my last race of the season was actually a qualifier and also, I realized that I was also qualified for UTMB. Mm. So uh, I know I was. Uh, I know you called um, UTMB like the Olympics. So yes. <laughs> so the following year, actually, I didn't follow my rules of uh, doubling every three years. I think the following year, I did my first hundred miler, and then on the in June, I did Bryce Bryce Canyon, and then I did UTMB in uh, at the end of August. So when did my second hundred miler? When did you first hear about Western States? When did that trickle into your mind that there is this race there that everyone's trying to get to? When did that come in? <laughs> pretty early. Um, I like to read books, so I'm sure I, when I was reading I Born to Run, that's probably I don't remember the exact moment. I have to say, oh, but okay. I'm sure uh, because I knew already like before doing my fifty uh, miler. That I, was, uh, I mean, I had it back in my mind like before. I always thought I would do a hundred miler in the back of my horse and uh, I realized actually easier to train myself than train my horse so I decided to do it myself instead how long would it take to do 100 miles on a horse uh they usually have 24 hours oh wow um I would say on the horse you go faster but you have mandatory breaks that you have to take Mm. it's usually like a half an hour like the typical loop would be like 12 and a half miles 
Right. And then you have to take a break. You have to present to the vet to make sure the horse is not lame, uh, give more time to the horse to eat. And not like us, they don't, uh, they don't, <laughs> you cannot just carry the hay while you're running in the, in the trail. So, and they're checking their heart rate too. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. To make sure they recover properly. Wow. Yeah. And that's how yeah. Western states started Actually, out. Right, Western states. Yes, that's why I feel like a connection for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I think it actually taught me a lot training my horses uh, to do that, learning about the physiology. Similar, like I took courses about that, the heart rate, how to train, so I could apply that to myself after. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. Um, Actually, yeah, I'm I'm signed up for the Western State also for the Grand Slam, which part of it is the Vermont uh, Hundred with with horses. That would be yeah. Very interesting to, to see horses. So you're not going to slow down anytime soon. <laughs> no, I'm not planning to. I have so many in my bucket list. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to you get your first ticket to Western States, which also got to UTMB. You didn't get yes. into Western States the first year. No. <laughs> but you went to UTMB. No, for many years. Yes, I went to UTMB. Uh, that was fantastic. You know, my racing goes so well. I got uh, IT band. Uh, issue a uh, pain in 30 kilometers in so i had to um oh boy. I was able to, you, you hike it's so steep there you hike anyway to go up but the, the steep downhill i couldn't run it was too painful so i had to run the flat and when it wasn't so uh, too bad but yeah it took me a long time but i i had never had any doubt i would finish and it was a magical moment it's it's beautiful there it's i uh, really liked you liked it would you want to go back so I I never done 200 miler twice. Uh, I have so many I want to do. I haven't yet. I might, it might happen one day, but so far I haven't. So yeah, I'll see. I'll never know. I'm hoping I, there's so many I want to do. Yeah, That's we'll see this like this season. I'm considering it because there's not too many races we can do. So I might go back to. Uh, I'm on the waiting list for Fat Dog, but yeah. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like we know so many people who do Boston over and over again because they mm-hmm. qualify, but. For me, there's so many other races I want to do. I would rather try something different. And then in a situation like this year, if I'm forced to repeat a race, I would repeat a race for that. But why repeat when there's so many other events you can go to? That's what I do. I never repeat a race. It's I put it out there that day and that's the day. I don't unless well, I did repeat Leadville because (laughs) (laughs) I I in 2010. (laughs) Do you know about my Leadville story? No. Oh, in 2010, I did not finish it. So I went back in 2014 to get that monkey off my back. So that's the only race I actually repeated twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I do have, yeah, I do have one DNF, uh, the Ray 100. Yeah, I made it to mile 80, 82, I believe. And I'm still pretty, can't believe I did not finish. (laughs) So I have to go back. Yeah. yeah, but it's on my list, so I keep getting forward. But actually, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be excited to do it again because it, it's beautiful. Definitely, yeah, yeah recommend it. So you got your first ticket. It. You got your first ticket in 2012. So when you were planning your race seasons after 2012, were you always looking first for that Western States qualifier and then basing your season around how that was going to fit in? Yes, I was. Um, I also wanted to make sure I was not doing a race just for that. Mm. Um, I'm glad they had enough choices. Having said that, it was getting a bit more difficult. Like I'm, I'm very happy I'm in, and I, you know, I don't have to look at the qualifying qualifier race for Western State anymore. I'll be uh, 
make it easier to plan the year. I'm a type A planner. I like to plan way ahead. So uh, yeah, that would be be nice not having that to do anymore. Yeah, I'm sure there's some races on the list I want to do, but yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, that's how it was with me. I had to find a race that not only gives me a ticket, but points for UTMB. And those are difficult to find. I had Mm -hmm. to do, try to get both of those in one race, (laughs) which is not easy. No, definitely not. Yeah, I'm still looking at the Hard Rock, of of course, which um, I really like the amount, like very high, lots of elevation gain, all that. So, but it will be the same eventually that at some point, if I've done all the lists, what am I going to do? (laughs) (laughs) And you started out as a hiker. So obviously the the mountain climbs are something that you're good at, I would assume. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So UTMB was your second ticket then to Western. Is that right? You completed UTMB? Yeah. I mean, I did Bryce, so sometimes you have, I don't know which one. Yeah. Yeah. I I tried to do one or 200 miles a year. Um, I think there was one year I had, I did a hundred K again to qualified Lost Soul. So I haven't done hundred miles twice, but I've done Lost Soul hundred K twice. And actually, I really enjoyed the second time. I really improved my time. I thought, oh, that's why some people like to do it twice. It seems like, you know, the course. And uh, actually, I really enjoy it. Like, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I did UTMB. At, I, um, yeah, that was uh, after that. I can remember which one I did. I usually, yeah, I tried to do 200. I think there's only one year, like you said, I was uh, doing 100K. What about Bryce? You've, been, you've done the... 50 miler. Yeah, I, I did the 50 miler in Bryce. That was a hot, hot day. I don't know how was it for you, but that was a brutal hot day when I did Bryce. Yeah, for sure it was warm, but I don't, um, I seems to do okay with heat. Um, one of my tricks, I tried to do a hot yoga the week before, uh, two or three times at least. That's a good idea. Um, yeah, because I did Sinister Seven. Um, that was the year I was famous because I think the finishing rate was only 33%. It got really hot mm. and I, it like my stomach was fine and everything. Like I really made the time to drop, uh, to use the water source to cool off, um, when I can I put my t-shirt half too and uh, soak it out up, but it seems to not do too bad for, for the heat. It's hard yeah. when we live in, you know, our winter climates and, and then we travel to the States, especially for early in the year you know, April, May, June races. Yeah. It's such a shock to the mm-hmm. system. Yeah. I don't know. They say, I think they say, it's almost, almost like training and elevation. If you land and do the race right away, your body doesn't realize what elevation it's in. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of the same with heat, but I guess the study's out on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard the same thing. I think I'm maybe fortunate because uh, I'm at what, uh, 3,000, 3,200 feet of elevation here That's pretty good. Different. and then when I train I usually go at 5,000 um I think the highest peak we usually go with 8,000 but it has to be the summer like really like late July and August to make it that high without having too much snow on it right so yeah it's probably a benefit for sure so you did not get into the lottery after your second ticket that gave you so then what was your third race that you looked for to get your third ticket we're looking at 2015 now oh i did can be sure i have the orders right but i know i after oh yeah after utmb i know i did um bromont in quebec oh that's right i did that that was in october yeah and how'd that go okay (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) 
um, I'm not that great with technical. Um, yeah, they, we have trouble with finding the ribbons. They do have no reflective on it. Um, but you know what? I met lots of people because of that. Like I ended up with, there was some sabotage done that year. And we're lucky that one of the, um, oh, really? the course um, volunteer was very close by. So yeah, we just ended up, it was a big pile of ribbon together and it was nothing after. It's like, uh-oh. So somebody was able to reach out the course um, director and he showed up quickly and showed up how to go back. And you would think it was two loops. So if somebody had a GPS with a long enough batteries, maybe we could have found the course back, but <laughs> we didn't. But yeah, so I ended up uh, teaming up with Zaggy that year because it was very hard. Like, Two pairs of eyes was better to find the ribbons, but uh, yeah, the, the night was very, very hard, challenging to find the trails uh, to finish it. But I finished it, so that was good. It was the se- on the second year of that race, so. Oh, okay. Mm. I've heard it's very yeah. technical. Yeah. Lots of rocky sections that, that are difficult yeah. at night too. Lots of roots. Yeah, roots. I remember oh. I was amazed how you know ups and down and then the roots. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And lots of, you know, it, it's, it's reminds you that's so much darkness and it's really harder to run when it's dark because it's at, uh, in October. I mean, the colors are beautiful in the day, day time, but mm. it makes it challenging the longer the night. Yeah, for sure. I bet. Um, so that was 2015. What else did I do? Uh, I know I did, um, Zion, but that was only probably a couple of years ago. I did Cruel Jewel as well. That's another, oh. I really like it. It's You liked it? You like, liked Cruel Jewel? <laughs> to this day. I loved it. To this day, the Cruel Jewel is my hardest race I've ever done. Because it was never ending rolling hill. Never ending. There's no breaks. Yes. Yeah. But. Yeah. I wasn't sure. You. Like, I like it green and lush. And I wasn't sure I would like it because I was hard. You don't, you never get the view. Like, you keep going. That's up, right. But then you don't have the views. <laughs> Down. That's exactly um, what Norm said. <laughs> he said yeah. you never you never knew where you were yeah. because you couldn't see past the trees. You're just running in a forest <laughs> continuously. There's and there's no yeah. sun that gets through. It's you're tree covered. <laughs> oh my gosh. It lives up to well, I think I got lucky. <laughs> I got the beautiful full moon. They call it the pink moon or the red moon. Anyway, it was beautiful. We, at one section, you buy a river, so it was a reflection of the moon, and there was those um, oh fireflies, fireflies, fireflies. Yeah, yes, fireflies. And I haven't seen that since I grew. I grew up in Quebec, and there was lots of them. But wow. like, I forgot about them. I was like, first, I was like, what is this? Is there? Why? Is there somebody there reflecting? And they're like, oh my god, yeah. It's a good beautiful. thing. It's a good thing it wasn't horse flies, or else you'd have been running a lot faster. <laughs> yes, I know horse flies. Yeah, no. yeah, no, we don't want those. No. Yeah. <laughs> if they're anything like deer flies, we don't want them. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, another race I did before was a fat dog, which reminds me a little bit of um, of cruel jewel in terms of elevation. It has a lot, and it's 120 miles, so it's long. Well, a little bit more, you know plus and minus <laughs> 20 miles um but yeah there was uh that year i've done um fat dog there was some smoke so it was borderline to be canceled but mm. yeah it went ahead again it's, it's beautiful um but lots of elevation for sure i i, I definitely wish i had trained a bit more my quads I remember <laughs> with the river crossing thing uh, i was at night there was um, a spotlight and volunteer and a rope to make sure it's safe and i was just um soaking my quads in the water and the volunteer was like are you okay 
yeah, you're okay. I'm like, yeah, yes, I'm just taking the time here, enjoying that cold water in my quads. Uh, it felt great. <laughs> Fat dog is 120 yeah. miles, right? 120 miles? It's 120 miles, Fat dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, yes. But you only get one ticket A for that. A little bit more, but yeah. <laughs> yes. Sorry? You only get one ticket for that, for Western. <laughs> yes. Still only one. You should, you should be getting two or three at least. <laughs> <laughs> so again, you didn't get in. How'd that feel after three or four years? You're not getting into Western States. You must be thinking, okay, I'm, I'm too far deep now. I can't stop now. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you but I still that- want to do it because it's just such a classic. You're like, you have to keep trying and at some point, but it is, I kind of wish I'd started earlier. You know, that's, um, <laughs> yes, <everybody says laughs> that one. <laughs> it is what it is. Yes. Did you watch the um, lottery yeah, every year? Did you watch the the lottery or did you just wait to check? No, no, no. Yeah, actually that year, uh, I mean, it was year seven. I thought it's got to be right at some point. Um, I was actually doing a race in California uh, ABC 50 miler, uh, a girl I met in the trail. So we have Wi-Fi. So I, I looked and I didn't know anybody at that race. I'm like screaming, I'm in, I'm in Western States. <laughs> but yeah, my friend, the girl I just met, she was happy for me. So yeah, Aww. it was pretty exciting. That's yeah. really cool. That's a, that's a great way to find out when you're on another race. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew I wasn't the only one like doing uh, that race, hoping. Um, oh, okay. And yeah, actually I was doing that race also because... Like I knew I needed another qualifier for to one to do the slam. I had, mm. You know, all those races you have to look what's the trail trail uh, volunteer requirement. Do you need a like trail maintenance? Um, yeah. You know, for the volunteer requirement. And some have. I can't remember. I thought he was under. Yeah, I need just a fifty miler. I don't, I don't remember why I didn't have it yet. But anyway, it's always a, a nice problem to need to add another race in in your uh, calendar. I was. Very nice. <laughs> but after four years of trying to get into Western, just you're talking 2016 now, let's say, or 17, you must be thinking, come on, I should be, I should have got it by now, right? In the back. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard when you hear people that try the first year and they get in. Yes. Like, oh, good <laughs> it's okay to start cursing. <laughs> My yeah. friend got in first on the year one. His first try, he uh, got in. Yeah, yeah. So he because he got in on year one, he went and did the Grand Slam. Boom! He got all all yes. four. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. idea. Good for him. Yeah, that's awesome. So, what was well, your? Then, are we at number five tickets now? What's your fifth ticket race was? Do you remember that? That must have been twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Have to look at my. Uh... <laughs> I, think miles. I have all my, my buckles there um, Brazo, Brazo Spend was it the Brazo Bend oh yeah. that could be yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, probably not because that uh, is it hilly enough don't they have a requirement I can't remember how about the Which Scout Mountain Ultra or no, Sean O'Brien that was a 50 miler uh, Sean O'Brien was a 100k uh, I don't, could have well, been the Brazo Bend was the only 100 miler, so I figured that's the only ticket race that, out of the 20. Yeah, that could be it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was meeting my friend Larry there. Uh, that was exciting to go to a place where there's crocodile. Maybe might might help me to motivate me to run faster. <laughs> uh, I was trying to do, I never done, I had never done a um, 100 miler under 24 hours. So that was my goal because it's flat like a pancake. Mm. 
but they got a deluge. They actually closed the road the evening before the race. There was so much rain. So the mud really slowed me down. I ended up, that was my fastest time before this year. So I think it was like 26 and a half hours. Um, but yeah, they should, they should uh, put the crocodiles at the end of the race. So that's when you're most tired and then you can't run. <laughs> that's, that's when they should put them in there. <laughs> right at the finish line. <laughs> in the shoot. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing so far, give us a like and follow our social media. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can find all that at gotterunracing.com. And follow The Ultra Norm and Shark Runner 17 on Instagram for exciting behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, guess what? They're married to each other. Wild, right? Now, back to the show. But is there somebody that do, do put like an inflammable um, oh. crocodile? Just, <laughs> but I, I watched a video, so I knew it was going to be there. And I saw the crocodile the day before, you know, the, the sun bath under uh, just... Beside, uh, beside the, the pond there. Mm-hmm. So I got to see them, but the day before. So I was glad I didn't <laughs> see any during the race. <laughs> Better to see it the day before than the day of. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, especially on the course. You don't want to have to go around it. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I, I'm more scared of bears than I am of a crocodile. <laughs> well, they're faster. So. Yeah, they can grow yeah. up trees too. Okay, so that's number five ticket. What's number six ticket race? When that was two nights, two thousand nineteen. No, no. Yeah, nineteen. Was your sixth ticket race? What which which one was that? Your race. That would be your last one, wouldn't it? Oh, that was cruel jewel. It'd probably cruel jewel. Yeah, cruel, cruel jewel. Yeah, cruel jewel was your last one. Mm. I did, and I did also. I think cruel jewel ends, and I remember they were pretty close together. And was that that was that? Does that eighteen? What about 2019? Isn't it great that they all just blend together? <laughs> yeah, all the years. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've done my 11, 11 hundred mile this year. But yeah, I can't remember. Like two years ago, what did I do? I thought it was Zion because we went, it was pretty cool. We went, we're like 20 from Calgary, I think in total, all the distance. Oh. So it felt like a, a local race. You, you run and say, hey, hello, I know, I know you, I know you. <laughs> So Zion, Zion's nice. beautiful, isn't it? Yes, but you know what? After I have to say, after the I kind of wish I had done the hundred k. Like it's, mm. Um, mm. I mean, it's in the dark, and then your friends all going back to the house and party. Mm. Well, you, you think so anyway. <laughs> Maybe they didn't, but that's what you think while you're running at night by yourself, thinking, why I didn't chuck the hundred k instead of hundred miler. <laughs> the one, the one thing about and Zion. at the end, I, I was, um, I mean, it's beautiful scenery. But in the dark, we can't really enjoy it. So um, that's exactly right. Because at the end of Zion, that one, those that section where you do the one loop, three second loop, and third loop, right? That that was a terrible. It, it was all bike trails. You're constantly winding. And do you remember that section? And it was yeah, and it's a uh, rock, so it gets it gets hard on your legs. Yeah. As well. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, how did you feel about running on top of the mesa? So you know that first climb where you to see the beautiful oh, yeah. landscape and now you're on top of these huge boulders. I was really freaked yeah. out mm-hmm. about that because it was it was just so much trying to figure out where to mm. put your foot. It was uh not enjoyable being up top other, other than seeing the view. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think what they call it? It was a one section at night that was Well, I don't know what year you've done it. You could have changed the course. I did it in 2017. Monkey, how do you call it? 
the flying monkey for us it was at night oh that section i did that at during the daytime okay yeah because yeah, i remember did, thinking yeah. that the good thing is you don't see where you are because i think it's a bit of a scramble but <laughs> you're right i think they did change the course yeah yeah hmm. i heard it changed it a bit yeah of all these races where you're trying to get your ticket to Western, where you ever found yourself in trouble, where you're thinking, I don't think I'm going to finish this one. And then you knew your ticket was on the line, so you had to push through. <laughs> Were you ever in trouble that way? I don't think so, because I think I was always planning to have another race as a backup. Mm. Maybe not the year. One year, I was worried I had a stress fracture. Okay. So it took me a while to recover and do the 100K, which was a lost soul. So that year, if I didn't finish that one, I would have been in trouble, but it went very well. Um, but yeah, that's the other thing. Not only do you have to plan for one, you also have to make sure it's early enough that if it doesn't go well, that you can do another one. Yes, so yeah, so sometimes I was doing that too in the same year, just in case. But that's why I usually, I think Sean O'Brien might have been qualified. I think that's why that's in, um, that was in early, I think March. And I just wanted to get it done with it so I can do whatever I want mm. the rest of the, of the year, knowing that I do have my, my qualifier. I think your focus changes after three years of trying to get into Western. You know, the goal in the first three years is, I'm going to get to Western, so I'm going to pick my ticket race. And that's my my big major goal. And then afterwards, you're like, I don't know if I'm ever getting into Western. Yeah. So I'll do one, get it over with, and then pick ones that I really want to do just be, to enjoy, right? <laughs> that's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Actually, I have a friend who forgot to sign up for the Western State after, I think it was like year four. Yeah, I had to start all over again. Oh, Got a wow. mistake in the days. And uh, yeah, that, that would be my big fear as well. Like to that, having that happen for sure. It's amazing how we are putting our life around yeah. Western states. And they know this. <laughs> they know that this is the way it is. I remember, like even Boston, I, qualified, I finally qualified. And then I was in Spain with a trip to go running in the Pyrenees. And I had to ask my friend to sign up for me because I was away that week. Like you have a Windows, I think, a week. So, yeah, all those things are runners. You have to get your, your life around it, you know. For sure. <laughs> and the rest of the population has no idea. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they just think we're crazy yeah. runners. Yeah. You, run, you run that yeah. far? That's the number one question. Do you sleep? Yeah. <laughs> what was your yes, most yes, I do think it a lot. What is your, what was your most difficult race or most race that um the race that stands out as um the best experience you've ever had? Hmm. Well, I think UTMB because it was um only my second hundred miler. Hmm. And of course it's I think it took me like 44 hours. So it's definitely a big achievement. It was hard. Uh, my IT band hurt a lot, so to to get to finish that, that was probably one of the hardest. Um, and Uray, because I did not finish, I guess that was also one of the hardest too. But when, and they're both like beautiful and lots of elevation. And sorry, I, I like sorry, it long. Finn. I like it hard. <laughs> which one? Which one yes. did you say you DNF'd? At Uray, it's in Uray. Colorado. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I just, it was hard to hear. 
Ure. Ure. Yeah. Do you ever um, see things at night? <laughs> no. I don't, well, I don't know. My, my first, I'm not still not sure. <laughs> see, my first, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> then you have. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just surprised because it was only one night without sleep. So it seems hard to believe I would hallucinate in only one night without sleep. But I, I saw uh, eight station. And I thought a guy with me also saw the aid station. And then we got there and did nothing. <laughs> but, he, but, he, but he wasn't there either. <laughs> no, he was. Well, I don't have a picture to prove it. But <laughs> I hope he was there. <laughs> yeah, no, other than that, I haven't. I'll, I'll touch wood. I uh, don't really want those things. Have you? Have you experienced that? Mm, tough to say. But there is one funny thing <laughs> with my... Um, we were climbing up Leadville. It was two, two or three o'clock in the morning. We're doing Leadville and it's full stars. And we counted seven shooting stars. It was amazing. And then my pacer turns to me and says, Hey, do you see that up there? I'm going, yeah. And it was a, a giant blow up alien doll that they blew up and they threw in the trees to play with your mind. <laughs> and and the funny thing is that we both saw it. So can we both be Hulu saying the same thing? <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> so it, I think it was really there. But definitely seeing shadows and thinking oh, there's yeah. something coming at you, right, in the night. Yeah. I think your headlamp is responsible for a lot of those little tricks of things appearing a lot larger than they are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's move on to yeah. you. You were at a race when you got your ticket to Western. You're in and you celebrate yes. and you start training, I assume. Had you already started training for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I um, I really try not to stop too much. Like usually um, for Christmas, I take a week of snowshoeing and cross-country skiing of no running, but that's about it after that. And yeah, probably I've trained a little bit too much last winter, doing lots of ups and downs. We have a prairie mountain here doing repeats of that, and my ankle is starting to be sore a bit. Yeah, so I guess it was mid-March when we shut down everything. It was, yeah, so I already had planned a 50-miler in April in Washington State, booking a ticket to visit my cousin Vancouver, go there, go back, and then go to Quebec, see my family. And then um, oh, because I was doing the Grand Slam, I had also booked all my other three for uh, tickets for the three races. And if I'm familiar with the, the it's, it's hard, not only you have to get in Western State, but now all the races except Wasatch and Old Dominion are lotteries. So I did not get in into Leadville. Oh, okay. Um, and I did not get in into Vermont. Mm. And I thought, this has to be wrong. I've been waiting seven years to do this. Yeah. How can I not? This is the year I can do the Grand Slam. So I look at the other option is to either uh, you can hire, I think Latvian, you can hire their coach or you raise money yeah. uh, for a foundation. See, it and used Vermont to be, had the same option. It used to be if you get into Western, you're automatically into those other three. Yes. Mm -hmm. But now they changed it to saying, yeah. well, why? Are you getting automatic entry? Mm. That's not fair. So they, boom, they just stop, put a stop to that. 
Because too many people are qualifying. Yeah, and then yeah. they take up spots because they're automatically getting their, their uh, Grand Slam. Yeah. Right. I could see it, yeah. but come on. Yeah. <laughs> and what made them the Grand Slam? <laughs> what made these four races the Grand Slam? The uh, most... They were one of the oldest. Like, yeah. But um, I was looking at the Old Dominion. It's very nice in their website. They have the history when they started. And I think they used to be part of the, the four. And then in one year, I don't know why, they say it didn't happen. And then they were out of the Grand Slam. Hmm. And they've been back since 2019 or 18. Because it wasn't like they realized that people cannot do the Grand Slam anymore. So they, um, so that was the first year, actually, 2020, where they were full. Um, because I think people, the Grand Slam needed that race now. So I signed up for that one. And then I decided to do a fundraising for Vermont. And it was a bit stressful because, you know, it's foundation in the States. Are people going to give anyway? But actually, I was amazed. Within a few weeks, I was able to reach my my goal and uh, wow. to get the, the money for the adaptive sport, um, skin sport. And actually, I didn't realize that the race, the whole the whole race, all the benefit goes for that foundation. So that's kind of oh, neat. Wow. Uh, and I really like how the race director, she does, um, like we have a group on Facebook to motivate ourselves, give ideas. Um, and during the, the pandemic, we're still meeting and we're doing some core workout. Um, so that was kind of nice to like feel like a bond, like to uh, for the to raising money at the same time. Right. For the team. When Western yeah. States was was canceled, what was your uh, mm-hmm. how, talk us through that? Talk us through that <laughs> day. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, for me, because adding the Grand Slam to it is like it has to be all or nothing. So that's I think that's added a bit of a stress because am I going to have to do one race and not the others and repeat a hundred miler? I mean, worst case, I might have to do that. So then, yeah. But the Western State is a driver. So right now, like we still haven't heard back from this year. I already had to make my decision. So by the other race, like Vermont, give us the option to defer to twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two and. You know, at Christmas, I was like, oh, oh my God, it's going to be nice. I'm sure it's going to all going ahead. And then I came back after Christmas listening to the news. I'm like, uh, no, it's not going to happen. So I defer to uh, Vermont 2022. Um, with Western State, we still don't know. They said they're going to get back to international runners early spring. So now, I mean, with the new rules, I cannot imagine they're going to ask us to have to go this year but then i was learning well do i need to qualify then if we yeah, have to go to 2022 I would all those questions and i'm looking at the, i'm looking again looking at the list and like there's only a few in canada and they already sold out so i can't even qualify if they ask us to do that so hopefully they don't <laughs> so yeah, yeah um, exactly yeah right now i'm still signed up for wasage but again, if we cannot cross the border or if we, actually we're on a close, but we need to quarantine and then we come back. Who wants to pay that $2,000 of a hotel fee and all that? So basically they don't want us to go. So I can't imagine I'm going there. So just no, next well, let's year. hope that they fill the international spots with U.S. citizens who could have qualified in this year's lottery because that would give them mm-hmm. a little bit of breathing room for next year and then allow the international to defer to 2022, which would be cool because that would yeah. mean more international, more international, more international runners for 2022. <laughs> yeah, That'd be exactly. Cool. Yeah. More Canadians. 
10 more Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger yeah, party. because I think even, yeah, I think there's even more people that initially when you saw the article, because I noticed a few more names and I realized it was those golden tickets and few yes. people uh, qualified. So uh, we'll have a few more people. That's yeah. right. So you're, um, you, you didn't really change your training in 2020. You stuck with what you would have normally been doing, which is great because I'm sure during lockdown, it was nice to have that consistency in your training, right? Yeah. And I did sign up for that um, Tennessee virtual race. Mm. So I incorporated more walking. So that was interesting because I, um, yeah, I ended up doing lots of mileage and I, I, um, there was actually a real race that happened in Alberta in, it was October 3rd, mm-hmm. Iron Horse 100 Miler. Oh, wow. that's a race um, I never done. I heard about it. It's kind of flattish. I think it's about, I want to say about 7,000 elevation gain. Um, but being in October, you just never know the weather. Mm-hmm. Like often you might wake up with the snow on the ground. It's lots of quad and gravel road, mm-hmm. um, which I know some runner really don't like it. Um, so anyway, that was, so I heard about it in July that they were opening hundred spots. Like usually it's actually more uh, a team, team event, like really. And there's only like seven or 800 milers solo and a few hundred K solo. Well, this year they say, we're just going to have solo runner, except they had two teams from last year. They were already signing. Um, so we ended up being 30 hundred miler runners and the rest, the two teams and the rest was hundred K and they fill up and they say, we're not taking waiting lists. So we might be ended up with a bit less people. And it, it, we turned out to be a fantastic year. The weather was perfect. The blue sky, the Aspen were yellow, nice mist in the lake at the beginning with the full moon. Um, and I, you know, I thought, okay, this is my time where I, can try to get my under 24 hour um time actually actually the race gives you 26 hours to finish oh, and wow. i was telling you run those was totally flat and i did 26 and a half so i'm like what am i doing <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so, and i didn't run as much i guess i did went backpacking um so the well we'll see what happened that's the only race i have nothing to lose to try it and i think what makes a difference i also had friends that was there to pace me because usually I go in the States and I don't have Pacer or I, I mean, it's happened two times before I had Pacer and uh, yeah. And they crow me and got the, the race of my life. Everything went so well. And I finished in 22 hours or six. So that was mm. way beyond my hope. So it just shows that sometimes training differently might just work. So now I'm debating, well, maybe I should keep doing that, like incorporating more walk and hike mm. and backpack. And it seems to work for me. Do you say you have to try you, it? No. Do you say you usually don't have a pacer in your hundred milers, or you do have a pacer? No. Really? I usually don't. I did have a pacer in Bromont and Fat Dog. Yeah, hmm. I think all the others I didn't have one because I usually travel, so I don't travel alone, so I don't really know the people there. Mm-hmm. Well, if you get ever, ever get it back into yeah. in, get it into Leadville, I, I would love to be your pacer for Leadville. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I know that course yeah, at I mean, the back of my hand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, careful because we record this, so <laughs> I can That's remind right. you. 
I did you not have a bunch of people lining up to be your pacer for Western States? Can't have a pacer Western. Oh, you can't. That's right. Oh, yes, you can. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, you're oh, my you pacer. Can. I can. Yes, you can. <laughs> you had me convinced there for a second, but did you not have a lineup of your Calgary friends saying, "I'll pace you at Western"? No, I haven't. I um, when I did Fat Dog, I had two of my friends. So I thought I will reach out to them first and say, let me know if you want to pace. And uh, one of them say, yes, she wanted to come. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a, a pacer. Hopefully she can still make it when, whenever a year we can go. Yes, yeah. yes exactly. Only um, two times I didn't have a pacer for 100 miler. And Ledgo was one of them. <laughs> why, I, hey. why I DNF'd? Because I didn't have a pacer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah, I think we're caught up. Yeah. Well, it's been great speaking with you and finding out your story of your trail to Canadian trail to Western States. Yes. Western States 20 something, yeah. 2022. <laughs> yeah. We sure hope. Like, I can't wait to go. And I'm still watching this few new uh, videos on YouTube. So when I do my treadmill, I watch those videos and I can't wait to, uh, to do it myself yeah oh yeah it'll be nice to uh, to see you guys there yeah i'll know people there and uh, we'd like to finish finish our podcast with a few rapid questions so you just come name the first thing that comes to mind okay <laughs> all right all right <laughs> uh favorite type of vacation uh trail running <laughs> Go I'm gonna go do in the Pyrenees or backpacking. <laughs> I'm gonna go do a hundred miler for my vacation. <laughs> it's funny how they always happen to have a race close by. Yeah. <laughs> Another sport you'd like to excel in? Oh, I wish I was good mountain mountain biking. Ah, I'm not. Okay. Uh, Celine Dion or Alanis Morissette? <laughs> Alanis Morissette. Oh, I was going to expect to say that. Would you rather, well, I think I already know the answer to this. So would you rather run outside in minus 20 or run on the treadmill? Minus outside, go outside. I just went today because I was, yeah, <laughs> minus the, 20. If there's no wind, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with Alberta. You have the most sunny days in Canada. And if there's, yeah. and, the, and the temperature minus 20, there's no humidity, there's no uh, dampness, yeah. right? So your mm-hmm. minus 20 and our minus 20 on Ontario is very different. Yeah. I know, yes. I noticed that when we were in That's uh, true. Arizona. What would your superpower be if you could have one superpower? I'd like to fly. Be able to fly, yeah, it'd be easier to travel. <laughs> <laughs> sure would. You want to fly to your next race to run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, no airport, no, that, yeah, all those uh, lineups. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite post-race reward? Oh, something salty, like... Um, there's no vegan poutine, maybe pizza, vegan pizza. <laughs> Ooh, nice. I like it. <laughs> and beer or wine or both? Yeah, I like both. I would, yeah, after a race will be beer, but most of the time will be red wine. <laughs> well, there you have it. Easy question. <laughs> yeah, I think in a film in Australia. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Fanny. 
Oh, thanks for having me. I look forward to meet you in person. And does anything like you ever come in Alberta? Um, yeah, you're welcome to uh, to visit. I'll be happy to be your guide around here. Always happy when there's Quebecers or um, my family comes or um, I had a, a runner I met in um, Bromont. She happened to move here for a few months. Um, it's nice to see the trail with, through the eyes of somebody who's never seen it before. It's so exciting. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. Well, and likewise, if you're ever in Ontario, we would be happy to show yeah. you where we train, which is mostly on the Bruce Trail. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with the Bruce I, Trail. I've yeah. been there once. Yeah, I've been camping like, before I wasn't a runner at the time. But yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, love that. Awesome. Yes. If you ever come in September, come do our Chase the Coyote race. Okay, that's in September. Okay. Yeah. Well, if we have the vaccine, I would love to go like east yeah. in the fall. But ah, that's true. Be more October. But yeah. mm-hmm. They are saying September. Yeah. You know, hopefully yeah. September. And we'll let you know when we're going to release the podcast. So we do a um, audio version, which is the full podcast. And then we also do a video version, which is a little bit more condensed. But we'll let you know when that is being released. Great. Did you? I haven't been to Calgary since I was twelve. Okay, so you haven't been running then in the mountains yet. Not there. No, not there. Well, he did yeah. the he did the death race. Yeah, that the, was his first ultra. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I haven't done that one. I skipped that one somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, I am on the waiting list just in case because now I was like, well, I cannot go in the states. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. It was really nice to meet you virtually. Yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> okay. See you guys. I have to see you on the start line somewhere. <laughs> okay. You too. Bye. Bye. Well, there you have it. That was Fanny Barrett from Calgary, Alberta, telling us about her journey. Tickets. Journey, <laughs> ticket situation. The, the Canadian trail to Western States. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> She's a go-getter. She is. I don't think this has stopped her. Cool that she started her trail running based off of being a rider and taking horses on 100 and 200 mile events, which is, yeah, that's pretty cool. What kind of shocked me is that she takes on so many big races. Because for me personally, I just look for the ticket race. Nice and comfortable. Nice and easy. Not easy, but... I look for the ticket race. Once that's done, I'm done for the year. Right. But she's going for two, three, keep going. Well, that's. <laughs> yeah. She lives in a place where she can train for these harder, yeah. more technical mountain races. So why not? I agree. Hey. You'd be doing the same thing if we lived in the mountains. Oh, God. I, I, wouldn't, be, I wouldn't come down to sea level. Let's put it that way. <laughs> anyway. Cool. Thanks so much, Fanny, for joining us. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That was quite the marathon. Thanks for listening to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Please visit us at gotterunracing.com for more information on our events or simply drop us an email at gotterunracing at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel to stream the video version of this episode. Oh, and if you like my voice, check me out at tylerherchuk.ca. T-Y-L-E-R-H-Y-R-C-H-U-K. Gotta run!